Hello and welcome to Woman to Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Denise Hanks Lawrence, and I'm excited that you've decided to join me on this journey. Woman pursuing purpose, living a purposeful life and honoring God. Well, today I have a wonderful, wonderful guest I'd like to introduce to you. And her name is Charmaine Dawkins Alder. Charmaine, say hello to the people. Hi, hi people. Hi, hi ladies. <laughs> Oh, Charmaine, it's wonderful to have you on on today. It's great to be here. Pleasure, pleasure is mine having you. So we're just going to talk a little bit today. I'm going to introduce you to the people, introduce yourself. What is it that you do now? And then we're going to jump right into our conversation. Why have them wait? It's a great content. I'm excited. (laughs) The story that we will share today. And so just tell us a little bit who's Charmaine. Right, who's Charmaine? Right, so I wear many hats. Um, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm a grandmother, and- uh, <laughs> Looking good. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we have eight grandchildren, oh, so. Stop. You, know, you came on to tell the truth now, okay? No need to fat, no need to lie. <laughs> looking great, woman, get looking great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. In um, in the world of work, um, I have several hats again. I um, was it, I have my own business. I deliver training and mainly health and safety related training, food safety and a lot of first aid at the moment. I also um, work for a company several days a week and I help people to find work. So I help them to find work or find training to get back into work. And yeah, I, I just love being around people. I like helping. That is my, <laughs> that is my thing. I love that. I love that. Thank you for all that you're doing. And when you talk about safety and all that stuff that's going on, even now with COVID, you know, hey, kudos to you. Thank you for your service. So Charmaine, I invited you on this platform because you are one of the 29 authors of, wait, let me say it, number one bestseller on Amazon, two yes. books, both number one, and yes. in the Christian living category, what? That's the highest three. That's the toughest one and the highest That's one. So congratulations amazing. to you. Thank you. Thank and you're you. in the book, which is the Navigating Life, Health, Grief and loss. So yeah. you're one of the 13 authors in this book. And wow, I, I mean, I read your story and I just said, wow, and wow, and wow. I've been saying that for a while now. When I read <laughs> over and over these stories, I'm like, wow, and wow, and wow. We're going to talk a little bit about yours, your chapters, chapter three, which you yeah. wrote as um, your contribution to this wonderful, just amazing book and kudos to uh claudine reed mbe uh her baby putting this whole thing this anthology together and also for divine flow um publishing company the one and only daily and her team they did such an amazing job the content the book everything is just great so just want to shout them out you know navigating yes but charmaine your title from debt to freedom, navigating financial literacy. Tell us something about that. What for before you even go into that, when you heard of the idea of coming to be a part of the anthology, what were your thoughts? My initial thoughts was great because it, I, I've always wanted to write, um, but I always thought I was going to write a novel. 
uh-huh. but, um, and so was always scribbling um, notes down and thinking about what my characters were going to do and characters were going to be and uh, but that was as far as it uh, it got you know it's always that life steps in and mm-hmm. uh, and so having to deal with family and all the other things um, so it was always on the back burner so hearing about uh, the book I thought great yeah um, I can write I, was, I, I think I can do a chapter and when Camille said 3,000 words I was like yeah I, oh. I, I, think, I think I can do this and then when it came to uh, the, the, the fact that it um, it wasn't just telling a story but it was actually telling part of my story I kind yeah. of thought wow I'm not so sure about that <laughs> uh, as the Lord would have it, um, I had a conversation with, um, with with someone, and I told her a little bit about what um, we'd gone through and the things that had happened in our lives. And she said to me, "Wow!" She says, "You should write a book. You could write a book on this." And so I laughed and I thought, "Okay, Lord, I get it. This is what I need to write about." And so um, it was, um, you know, having to really think because it wasn't just about me. Um, it um, involved my family. So was it my husband and my children? And so I asked them for permission if it was OK to write. They didn't ask me what I was going to write about. They just said yes. <laughs> wow. Wow. Thank God. But they said yes because they trusted you. Right. Yeah. But this the thought, the idea, you know, um, from debt to freedom, that means we're going to have to unmask. We're going to have to talk about stuff that may have the sense of shame, the sense of guilt. Uh, others may read it and like, what were they doing? Why did it get that bad? Did that scare you at all? Did that intimidate you or made you want to rethink this process? It made me think, but as I said, I knew that the Lord wanted me to to speak about this, and and uh, and and since writing um, my chapter, and I, I asked a friend was it um, to, to read it to, to uh, before I actually submitted it, mm-hmm. and when she read it, she said, "How did you know that this was our story?" And yeah, yeah. and I right thought, there. "Wow!" And 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 that. Um, gave me the permission to to go ahead and to be uh, to be vulnerable. Yes, um, with that others. Part right there, what you just shared just now. I say this, and I, it's it's my quote. I say it all the time. There's therapeutic value in shared stories. Now, for me, I add a little bit more to that by saying it's important to know when to share, where to share, and with whom you're sharing. But there's therapeutic value in shared stories because, again, you share this with her just to read, to give a feedback. And she said, wait a minute, how did you know that was us? Because sometimes we go through things in our lives and we tend to think that it's yes. just us because of the pain. We're the one that's experiencing it, right? We're the one having to figure out how we're going to navigate this. We're the one that's having the ups and the down moment, the questions, the doubt, the fears, the anxiety, the depression, all that. And it seems and appears to us, it's just us. It's just me. It's my family. No one else in this world is experiencing <laughs> what? 
But until yeah. you open your mouth, it reminds me of that whole Peter syndrome, right? So Peter, you're going to go through this, Peter, you're going to be tested, you're going to be tried, you're going to be yeah. sick as wheat. But after Peter, go strengthen the brethren, excuse me. So I'm mm. going to go through this to go strengthen somebody else. Yeah, Peter, because somebody else is going to go through and they may not be able to do it the way you did it, but I need you to go through and tell them. Like, yeah. really? Okay. So yeah. in a sense, that that's what happened to you guys. Like you went through, you wrote this, submitted it. Some Before you submitted, someone read it and said, wait a minute, I didn't give you, like, you're telling my story. And yeah. so it's, it's important that, you know, um, I'm glad you listened to the Lord, follow his leading, and you were honest enough to be as transparent and authentic about it and it's it's changing lives already you have testimonies i'm sure and it's it's changing lives that's how many people have purchased and people are just being changed by your story as well as others so talk a little bit about your journey what was this about freedom so freedom from debt right financial literacy navigating financial literacy what is this about give us a little bit as to what this journey was about Okay, so this journey was um, was all about um, us as a family going through a time where we were in debt. Um, so owing um, lots of money, um, owing was it we had we had loans, we had um, was it we were in arrears with our mortgage, and was it and just just being able to meet some of the bills you know the, the everyday bills was really difficult and and again um there was a point where we had to have um a key meter put in for our electricity and our gas um because we we couldn't um pay the bills um at the end of every quarter so they put a meter in and so you knew is that you'd put 10 pounds in and you'd think right okay this 10 pounds has to last for how many days so uh so, so we, we were doing all of that we were you know uh going to the grocery store and um having to think right okay well what do i pick up at this point um and uh was it and also uh making sure that there was a time when i remember thinking my like, okay the children were going to my friends and so they will have dinner there but um when we go home we, you know maybe some tea and and so we, we, we we've been through we've been through and for, for us also it was that thing that i remember when we got married um we were um doing a bible study together and the verse that we were so sure that we got from the lord was oh no man no debt save love oh and then in Romans we sit, there, yeah he yes. we was sitting in debt and it was like lord you know did you really say this to us did you really say that you know that this verse was for us and we um we always had people come in to visit or and, and we had quite a, um, an open home. So people would come for dinner on Sunday, we'd bring people back from church, we would, um, et cetera. And, uh, and then here we were 
sitting in this situation where we didn't know whether or not we could keep the roof over our heads. Wow. Wow. So in addition to the financial struggles, were there any other things added to that plate to make the situation even worse or magnify it? I suppose the things that magnified it was the fact that um, was it my husband was self-employed and my husband's very trusting. If you say you're going to pay him, then um, he'd expect to be paid. And there were several times, I remember one Christmas, that he had um, put in some overtime with this contractor that he was working for to make sure that the job was finished, etc. And he turned up on the day before Christmas Eve and uh, to the house that he'd been working at. The owner of the house was there, but um, and he said that he was told that, um, by the contractor that he'd meet him there and he would pay him. And he said, no, 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 was it not expecting him today? And as much as he tried to call this person, it was just not forthcoming. And so no monies. So no money's coming in while the debt's rising. Yeah, yeah. And the situations so, just be, keep becoming yeah, more crazy. Yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, there, where was a point make- where, sorry, there was a point also where, um, neither of us were working because usually if one of us was working then we would you know um be able to do in the robin peter to pay paul yeah but yeah we had a period where neither of us were working so peter Um, or paul was not present yeah (laughs) okay okay i hear you okay so if peter and paul's not present where's faith how did faith come into this now we we always um being being christians we knew that we had to trust god we also knew that okay god you've given us this word and so there must be something in it and so if the um if this is for us then there has to be a way um through the debt and so we, we, we kept praying, you know, Lord, show us what, what do we need to do? Um, what do we need to do um, next? You know, um, and, and there were times when we um, thought, right, OK, we, 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 we weren't out of the debt, but we were managing the debt. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and I think a lot of us get to the point where we're managing the debt, but we're not out of it. And we feel and we're we sailing to- smooth. But really, there's still that hole, there's that gap, there's that yeah. gap. And what do we do then, right? What do we do then? How, how do we develop this sense of, of freedom, a new way of thinking, a new way of processing and navigate through this? So let's go a little bit deeper into your story. Where did the climax, talk about the climax of this like the heightening part of it now. So we're going through, somebody may be listening, like, okay, we go through financial. Oh, pay Peter, pay Paul, we go through that every day. So tell us about that particular point now. Okay, so the the, the particular point um, in the story was um, we had a letter from our mortgage um, company saying that um, if we um, if, if, if we didn't pay the arrears they were uh, then they were sending the bailiffs in to take you out 
to yeah to take yeah to take us out and to change the locks on the doors and and that 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 would be it so we would be out on 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 the street basically okay. so um we had the letter we kind of we 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 were numb we weren't sure what to do we never thought it would come to that point and so we uh, was it so um we I think was it the letter came on the Friday. On the Saturday, we tried to look at what little bits of money that we we had, and it wasn't anywhere near what um, they were uh, what the mortgage company wanted. We tried calling them, and uh, and the lady says, "Oh, you um, you have to speak to somebody on the Monday." And I said, "But they're coming on the Monday to take to take the oh, Okay. So, was it so speaking to um my pastor on the sunday he said um that we were to call him on the monday morning and because he would um see um if, if anything could be done so we went home from church and i remember standing in the kitchen and just wanting to scream but knowing that the rest of the family were in the house that the children were there my husband was there and so um I couldn't I couldn't fall apart mm. so I, I, I couldn't fall apart I knew that I had to keep it together and so just uh, praying and with um there's there's a little bit I just um is it okay I'll just yeah, Okay, right, yeah, so my stomach is churning, my heart is pounding, my palms are sweating, and I held my breath. I find I'm singing again, just above a whisper, so no one can hear, as I strain these words. The Lord is my strength and my song. Oh, no man, no debt, save love. And so that was my Sunday afternoon. My Monday morning was waking up. Um, my husband decided that he was going to work and then having to tell the children what was happening. Yeah. And it was, um, it was it was difficult and also the children knew at that point that something must be going on right. um, but I sat them down and I told them you know that this is what's happening I said but um, we're going to pray we're going to trust God and um, and I'm going to um, go um, to the church to see our pastor and and then we'll take things from there and you know, it was things moved so quickly. With um, I was the, the, the bailiffs were coming at eleven o'clock. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and this was now about um nine nine thirty. You were telling the story. You were yeah. telling the children and praying at nine thirty. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. so, yeah. So you would still have to go meet with the pastor for whatever it is, and we don't know what's how much or whatever. However, they're going to help. We're not quite sure, but something is about to happen. Something's about to happen. So I arrived at the church just before um, 10 o'clock. Um, I was called in. Um, 
was it my pastor prayed with me and then um, told me to speak to the treasurer. I was given a check. It was now gone 10 o'clock. <laughs> They're coming I, in an hour. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and I'm thinking, how is this going to work? I, I arrived at the bank. I arrived at the bank and my, and, and I just fell apart in the bank. I fell apart. In, um, in the you bank. arrived at 1030 at the bank. You were, yeah, 1030 10 arrived at the bank. And the lady behind the counter, thankfully that she knew me because I was a regular customer and I just fell apart. And the more that I tried to speak, the, 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 the worse it got, the, the more um, the tears came. Um, and so she ushered me into, um, um, into the office and then came in and all I did was I showed her the letters and, I, and, and, and gave her the check. And she said, um, she says they um, was it they deal with us um, this mortgage company so I'm going to do um, what I can do wow. and so at five to eleven she said it's done. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Five to eleven. Five to eleven. But I, I want to talk about something that you um, said just before at ten of eleven. It says in your story at 10.50 a.m., my daughter yeah. contacted me to say the bailiffs were across the road in their van. This is yeah. at 10.50. They're yeah. across the road. They were positioned. They are They ready. were positioned. They were positioned. They were ready to come in. And I told my children, do not open the door to anyone. They had looked through the window they saw them sitting in the van across the road and uh was it and I said to her just just don't open the door and at 10 55 that um that the cashier came back and she said it is done (laughs) talk about on time God on time and it is only as I say, everything in God's timing, and yes. you know, and and I know that I know that beyond any doubt that that was God, that that was God, and I was tempted when when I was writing to to to, to end the story there, mm-hmm. but uh, but but I knew that that wasn't the end of it. Because that we, we, we yeah we, right. we were still yeah we were still going through we still had the other um debts and 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 it would have been it would have made a fantastic story ending it at that mm-hmm. point that free mortgage <laughs> taken care of we're still in the house yeah, god yeah. came in just on time it was five ten five minutes before 11 and yeah. he showed up just like that and he showed the story up does it. and I, i'm glad you point that out because oftentimes we hear of this concept of you know we know how god works and but we don't know it because he always surprises us but it's our faith that says okay he's going to come through and it's time that we let people know it's not always peaches and cream it's not always a fairy tale story here because like you said while he did that there were still issues there were still underlying issues there were other debts that still lingered so we had other things that we had to navigate through financially. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so 
yes, but we also had, you know, other um, other debts. Though there were the loans, etc., that needed to be paid off, etc. And 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 it was that undercurrent of um, on the surface, you know, things looking okay, but you know that the undercurrent that it just you know it just takes one shift mm-hmm. for things to be swept away and and to be back in the old position again and and, and we knew that we never wanted to go back but how do we move forward right how how do we how do we move out of this and so we we had to um we had to change our mindset we had to change our thinking and uh i know that uh like um with uh, with my coach that um exploring the like the poverty mindset because i didn't want to i didn't want to do anything i didn't want to i didn't want to shift to the left or shift to the right, right. or move forward or move backwards it, I, I, we were stuck yeah we were stuck and 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 so i had to change my mindset and i would say to anyone listening to this and thinking yes I, i'm in this position at the moment having to face up to it having to own it oh that accountability part of it wow having to be accountable having to actually own it and say right okay this is what's happening because at that that was the point where I had to uh, where, where we had to look at all the um debt that was there and actually you know um you know it, it, in the bible it says write the vision and make it plain right right, right. Uh, but it's not just about the good things no it's also, you know, what, what, what are we going through? And so by actually writing it down and actually seeing it on paper and knowing how much um, debt we had, um, that was our turning point. That was, um, the, the, was it a turning point for us because we could see it. We, we, we understood where we were at. So what were we going to do about it? What were the things that we could do? Right. I'm glad you said that. That's that's the concept of financial literacy to begin with, because while people listen to your story, I want them to know that this just didn't happen overnight. It was also after God had bailed you guys out was eight years. It was eight years have now passed, but you were still in that rut. You were still in that concept of navigating on the top just doing on the top but not getting to the surface so it wasn't until you actually decided to put pen and paper put it where it's visible where you can see it and add the accounts and look at everything to be able to say okay this credit card debt this loan this 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 and really then to begin to change the mindset about how we approach things i like that thank you for sharing that because a lot of times we're not even aware of that you know we okay, this bill, well, we paid the light, we paid the gas. Oh, I can just pay minimum on this credit card, pay minimum on that one. As long as I keep it on top, we're going. It never <laughs> goes. Yeah. And it is, we're, we're, we're servicing the debt. And, and that yeah. was what we were doing. And we, 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 would do, we did that for many years, just service the debt. And as I said, the, um, the anxiety was um, building up 
and, and, and I thought, I don't want this to take over my life. I can't live um, scared forever. Nice. I, I, I need to, we, we need to do something about this. What did you guys do after this? Okay, so so um, one of the things I did was I got myself a coach. Wait a minute, so you're going to add more debt to this situation? Because the coach don't come free, right? They don't come free. Okay. They don't come free. But, so we're in uh, debt and we're trying to get out of debt, but in order to get out of it, so in other words, the concept is if you have a fist, you don't open it, nothing goes out, nothing comes in. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes, okay. And, 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 that, and, and, and that was it. So... And being um, um, my coach talk, um, helping me through the, the, the process and, and saying, right, OK, so what is it? Um, OK, so you owe this much. So what are you going to do? Um, how are you going to um, plan? Um, what, what do you have coming in? How are you going to budget? Um, what do you need? How much do you need coming in to actually um, be able to live and then also pay the debt? And, and so getting me to actually face up to the things that, that, that were happening and particularly in the financial sphere, because it's um, okay, it was finance, but it was affecting the other areas of our absolutely, lives. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes, so because everything has um, a knock-on effect and everything is linked together. Absolutely. You know, yeah. I always say that, um, you know, we, we don't just live one bit of our lives. We have a whole life. Yeah. And so all the pieces are interlinked. And so it is, uh, you know, if, if, if we start dealing with this area, then it also helps to deal with other things that are going on. So I had to step by step learn how to, um, yeah, face up to um, what was happening um, in our finances and put things into place. And so one of the things that we did was um, usually uh, um, that the, was it the mortgage payments and the bills used to go out of my husband's account. Uh-huh. But because of his... Um, work and his type of work um, his pay was always erratic right so decided you know what no um we need to change this over and so we we changed over um the uh so that things were going out of um, my account we had a small joint account but um we decided that we, we would do the direct debits, et cetera, out of my account. We also looked at um, some of our smaller debts uh-huh. and thought, right, okay, if this is only a few hundred pounds, let's um, clear that as quickly as possible. So we, we cleared off um, the smaller debts and then that gave us some more monies to actually service the larger debts. Right. And, um, and, and, and with, with the credit cards, um, et cetera, got rid of those. And uh, was it got rid of the, um, the, um, the credit cards and was it, and then started and started paying those off, and so that that's that's how we got through it. Um, 
and it was also having to forgive ourselves because it is (laughs) oh I like that I like that explain that because you think you know well how how did I get into this situation Mm -hmm. um I was it um you 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 begin to believe the light was it I'm no good with money um was it um uh, was it am I a good um parent you know am I a good person to actually have um was it um leading any group etc and so you, you 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 begin to doubt yourself and was it and an, and a lot of blame, but that then looking at the whole picture, and as I say, being able to face up to it, I would say that that is one of the most important things. Being yeah. able to turn and to face what, what what what's happening and saying, right, this is what's going on. How do I deal with it? And and as I said, for us, it was getting it on paper looking at it and thinking right okay so what do we do next and uh and 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 then also saying right okay we we got here um we we, we prayed and we know that the lord will walk us through uh, um through this and as um it didn't happen overnight but we have come through the other side Thank God. Thank God. Oh my goodness. I love this conversation. I love it. I know we're getting ready to wrap up, but I just wanted to focus on a few things that I, that really stuck out to me in your story, but even what you just shared, um, we have the similar concept here, um, not to name any particular, uh, strategy, but we went through, uh, something in similarity, but in a, in some way, but we approach it with the same baby step concept, right? Paying off the smaller debts to then get more money now to pay the next one up and then the next one up. But you don't know until you put it all on the map. You put it all there because if you've had like 15 different cards and different loans, you're thinking, okay, but I paid 20 here, I paid 20 here, I paid 20 here. You're really not hitting anything. But until you put it there, like you said, write the vision, make it plain. So every part of the vision, every part of the vision. So let's take all our debts put it out here. Let's now own up to this. We're at this place. Yes. Because whatever now. Okay. Let's grieve this thing. Let's go through the forgiveness process. Let's go through that. All right. So let's dispel the power of the enemy having this over us with shame and guilt and all that. And now begin to trust God to lead us through this pathway to freedom. And he did. He did. did. Once you accepted (laughs) that and you trusted him you prayed but you took yourself as part of being responsible and attacked that thing and that brought power to it so you know I really celebrate what you've been through um and I just want to share this this part that stuck up with me you said to change my story meant having to leave our comfort zone to become comfortable with being uncomfortable (laughs) as no one else could do this for me. I'm gonna read that one again. It says to change my story meant having to leave our comfort zone to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it is. (laughs) I mean, I'm like, (laughs) wow. And ending it 
We are now just over two years debt-free, debt-free. Business is going well. And now we're currently looking to expand our client base. To God be the glory. To God be the glory. Navigated <laughs> financial yeah. literacy. Now, Charmaine, for anyone that's listening on today, what would be your takeaway? What would be your call to action to someone that can say, you know what, I can identify with that. This is where we are right now. I've tried everything. Um, they may not be so fortunate enough to have friends or family members that can help them. Or maybe they've had family and friends help them out throughout years and now I can't go back to them again because they're gonna say you're back or if I go, I'm gonna get a lecture and I don't want that lecture. Mm -hmm. Or I have just enough, but if I go get a coach right now, that's not really going to help me. That may be eight months mm -hmm. down the road before things change, yeah. need this now. Or someone is saying, okay, I've prayed, but there is no answer. What would you say to them today? I would say continue praying, but also that we need to remember that prayer without action is, is dead. And so we, 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 we need to take the action. We need to pray, but we also need to take the action. And again, I would always recommend that thing of writing it down, you know, making it plain. It's out there. I can see it. It's no longer hidden. You can't hide from me. It's, you're not behind me. You're here plainly in front of me so I can see where I'm at. And then um, from there, looking at, OK, well, what can I do next? That there are, you know, that, that, that there's lots of information out there. As you said, the, the, the method that we used, paying off the um, smaller um, bills um, first and then, you know, using that money to pay off the, uh, the, the larger bills. That's one way. But there are other um, methods out there. And so... Um, that worked for us it may not work for you but look at you know what's out there and what um and what you can do what method works for you and i would also say forgive yourself mm. forgive yourself that is a key, that is a real key you you need to forgive yourself um i'm married i had to forgive myself i had to forgive my husband yes Yes. Is it, and and, and for, in order for it to work, in order for us to work together to come through and to be wow. where we are now. Wow. And what legacy you have left for your children because they experienced it and they saw it firsthand. They saw faith and they saw action. They saw responsibility and they have, so your financial literacy has become a legacy that they too have experienced because they knew what it was like to see you drowning and, and trying to survive. And at the same time to experience faith and to see that deliverance where you are now debt-free. 
Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you. Today. Thank you so much for coming on. Such, like I said, I read it and I was like, wow, and wow, and wow. Now, Charmaine, if someone wants to reach out to you to learn more about your story, to get a copy of the book, or even with what you're doing now in your personal business that you have, how would they get in contact with you? Okay. I, um, I am on Facebook, so they can find me on Facebook. Um, I'm also on Instagram. I'm terrible i'm not <laughs> i'm not socially media savvy so um is it my instagram um handle is at charmaine um four five two two yeah so so 45 22 yeah um uh, um on instagram and then um my website is um www.differenceadaymakes.net so <laughs> I like that. Say that again. www.differenceadaymake.net. You've heard it, ladies. Come on. You, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it. Contact Charmaine, just a wonderful person. And if they wanted to get a book, they can also get a signed copy. Yes, well. Yeah, they, they can contact me and I will get a copy to them. <laughs> and listen, that's just piece of the story. We had to cut it out because it has to have 3000 words, right? But there's so much more to it. But again, thank you for your vulnerability. Thank you for saying that. Thank you for trusting God to take you through that process and learning the lesson and to be able to hear, to share it on today. Um, such, such a powerful story and a journey. And I celebrate your debt freedom. I celebrate <laughs> it with you. I Thank celebrate you. it with you, baby. In a few, we'll be talking. You'd be like, so, so girl, I need to be on your show to tell you about mine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we're getting there. We're getting there too. We're getting there. Yes. And I'm so grateful. But Again, so many people are not aware of different steps and strategies. So thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you so much. I mean, I'm just saying thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Again, congratulations, number one bestseller. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for being part of this book. So again, ladies, thank you so much for listening on today. We certainly appreciate you. And just want you to know that we are here you can contact us at any time. I'm your host, Denise Hinkson Lawrence. And thank you again for listening to Woman to Woman Podcast. And hope to see you next time. Tune in, download, don't forget to share and tell a friend. Women, the number two woman podcast. Heard on every platform. Thank you and have a wonderful day. Again, our guest here, Charmaine. Charmaine Dawkins Adler. A difference a day made dot net www.differencedaymate.net. Thank you and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you. <laughs> right.